check, check. Mic check. Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex pistol. On FlipMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. It's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. 702-586-7857 if you want to talk some Supercross, talk some Motocross, MXGP, whatever's on your mind. Give us a call. Why don't you? Truman and JT on your phone calls as well. Giving away a set of 100% goggles. Giving away a Fly Formula CP helmet. And as well, two tickets to a suite in Denver this coming Saturday night, which is really sweet. Of uh, Plum Creek funding to do that. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, get Max's Plum Creek funding, 100%. Decal Works, Vertex, all on board with us. Decal Works, Pulpamex 23 is a code to save with those guys. Red Bull KTM, Husqvarna Factory Off-Road, and uh, myself, Kiefer, all those people using uh, Decal Works. Pulpamex 23 is a code to save with those guys. Super quick turnaround. They let you see a proof beforehand. They uh, they do a lot of cool things. They have all the logos on on that to completely customize your bike the way you want it, number, font, and name, and all that stuff. And then they have the feel goods that they throw in as well. So thank you to the folks at Decal Works for coming on board. Just a great company, and uh, you've seen them over the years, Ron and everybody else doing great things there. So thank you. Use the code SAFE. Uh, of course, Fly Racing as well. Forgot about those guys, but how could I? FlyRacing.com, Motorsport.com, uh, d- uh, your local dealer, whatever it is, Fly Racing will have you covered. Uh, we're giving away that Formula CP helmet today. A real good uh, deal from those guys to give away for a janky one-hour call-in show. But thank you, Fly Racing, for coming on board. From the boots to the goggles to the helmet to the gear to the casual wear, Fly Racing's got you covered. And uh, great stuff if you're uh, anywhere where it gets really hot. I suggest the kinetic mesh. Please do it. You'll uh, you'll you'll never uh, look back, and you'll you'll thank me as well. Uh, as I said, JT and Truman on the show today, taking your phone calls over there, holding things down. Not golfing today, so maybe maybe we'll go right to one o'clock. I, I'm not sure. That's v, fine. Tis legendary. Tis yeah, that's up. fine. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great job so far today. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I really like the. I really like the effort. So. Thank you. Uh, all right. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Also, look, man. I'm not. I'm going to be honest. Uh, there's not much going on. Uh, we had Jason Anderson announce his injury this week that could keep him out uh, for the two Supercrosses, if not longer. Uh, and Aaron Plessinger, even if he races, is not going to be 100. percent and AC is still battling that arm thing. So, yeah. Tell me it's not going to be a Sexton, Roxon Tomac podium in some order. Probably Sexton, Tomac, Roxon. Uh, 
which is not great. And the 250 class is also a shell of its former self. The 250 West is picking up. The battle there for me is uh, third in points. Uh, a, a privateer team, Club MX, uh, Enzo Lopes. He's third right now. He's trying to hold off Levi Kitchen from Star Yamaha. So that's a bit of a battle, and I know they want it. Uh, the club guys want to get third in the points. That's quite an accomplishment uh, for those guys. So, um, yeah, that's a battle to watch. But, yeah, Jet's going to wrap up a championship again this weekend, of course. Uh, RJ is going to be RJ, and he's going to pin it and try to do it. Last year, Denver, been at Denver a few times over the years. Not great last year. It's at altitude, so the bikes are a little slower. Dirt was hard pack. It was dusty. Didn't look like a lot of fun out there last year in Denver. I expect the same again. Maybe the highlight might be the uh, LCQ Challenge race on Friday. Around 2 o'clock Mountain Time, we're going to do this. It's going to stream on Verb, stream on Pulpomex YouTube. So stay tuned for more information on social channels to that. It'll be on Pulpomex.com as well, a link there to watch. Uh, so appreciate uh, the FXR guys for stepping up and doing that for us for the live timing. And, of course, uh, Verb as well uh, doing it. Verb's not making any money on this. We're, we're just trying to cover expenses, which I think is really cool. And uh, a good job by those guys. So watch that race on Friday. See what happens. And then, uh, yeah, watch Saturday's race and then, I don't know, man. Just look ahead to outdoors, all right? that That's probably the number one thing that we can talk about and focus on and, and more. So to uh, to tell, talk about that and more from Get and Athena, Stan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you, man? I'm good, man. We're busy. Uh, yeah. Getting ready getting ready for outdoor season. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm actually a little, I'm a little surprised you're not at Denver because it's altitude and you know these guys are going to be texting you, Dan, what do I do to my ECU? Yeah, and, and I've been at every Denver race, uh, outdoors and Supercross, and every altitude race uh, since as long as I can remember. And yeah, it's my daughter's birthday, and she really wanted me to be here. And uh, I'm getting to the point in life where, like, hey, yeah, these privateers will figure it out. I told everyone in Nashville after the race, hey, if you need me to map your bike before Denver, let me know. <laughs> and and, and? <laughs> uh, my phone, it's Thursday, and my phone is blowing up. What time do you get in? I yeah, said, no, I told you. Yeah, I yeah. told you. Oh, I, I was busy. We left because it was a day race. I get it. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, it's, it's so. like when I was a goggle guy and I would build goggles and I would build spare goggles for these guys. And I would say, hey, man, if I'm not around, if shit goes sideways, here's a Ziploc with four built goggles in it. And these are always here for you and put them somewhere. And then at some point, somebody's like, I don't have any spares. And I'm like, well, yeah. what happened to the ones I gave you? Oh, I used them. And you didn't tell me? Like, yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's, it's one thing or another. Yeah, so I just, I needed to prioritize what I needed to do in life, so. <laughs> uh, if you want a deal from Get and Athena, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and we'll pass it on to Dan for a Pulp Show listener deal. YZ450 ECUs are out, so uh, I'm sure you're shipping those things. Yeah, they're almost out of stock. <laughs> so, oh, wow, there we go. Um, yeah, no, it, you know, we were the first ones with the YZ450 ECU. It's a whole new ECU, a new plug, new everything. So uh, we've had a bunch of guys test it. Benny's been racing with it all season, or not all season, but the last six races or so. And MXGP guys have been racing with it. So uh, we're confident enough that we're in a really good spot to start selling it now. So, uh, yeah, they're for sale. All right, perfect. Awesome. Good to hear. And obviously you guys went in big with the factory Honda HRC guys uh, this year, the 250 guys using ECUs, data loggers, and uh, RPM dashboard, um, and um, the 450 guys using everything but the ECU. Has that paid off for you? Have you guys seen a lot of big interest? Obviously the Lawrence brothers are just crushing it with the ECUs. Yeah, and I mean, I think 
um, they would win on, on regardless of, of the product. I, I mean, I, we make a great product, but I don't want to take full credit for them yeah. winning. But yeah. it was a big part of making their bike better, um, which uh, Darren Lawrence has been a big part of helping the HRC guys just like, hey, we need to be closer to the Star Bikes. Uh, it's no secret the Star Bikes are really good. So I think we did make good strides. Um, Hunter Lawrence got a lot of whole shots this year. Jet got a, got a number of them as well, and that was a big that was a big uh, goal for us. Mm-hmm. So that those guys do believe strongly in our launch control system that they use. On, that's what you see them engage on the start, and um, you know they've used it since Anaheim won every race, and I think it's been good. So yeah, the feedback's been good. Obviously, we've seen a rise in sales of not only Honda bikes but other bikes because of them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been awesome partnership, man. Those, you've worked with those guys before. They're, they're a great team and great people with Lars and everybody else. So yeah. it's been awesome. Great. Good to hear. Uh, look, um, Anderson's hurt. Uh, he says he's out for the outdoor or for the two last two supercross status for the outdoors is unknown, but hard, hard to see with like a little bit of a neck fracture and it's nothing that serious, but it's still a neck fracture. How he's going to make, uh, you know, I don't know, first three, four rounds or something, you know? Yeah. It, it's been a tough season for Jason, right? I know he, I, coming into the season, he was one of my title favorites, and I think that uh, for a lot of people. So it was a rough season for him. I, I don't see how he is ready for the first race, but maybe. I mean, I know he was testing outdoors and stuff, but with that kind of injury, it's usually like a nagging injury, and you don't want to come back too soon. So I could see him waiting three or four rounds in. Yeah, I, I see that for sure. Um, I'm getting lots of social media stuff about a fill-in rider. I don't look, at, I don't look for Kawasaki to do anything in that matter. Yeah, I don't know who they'd put on the bike. You know, Joey's committed to World Supercross. He would be the easy the easy pick for a fill-in. And I just don't know um, of the effort that it would take to put somebody else on the bike, you mm-hmm. know. Somebody like Benny would be a good choice. I know he was talking about for the Husky fill-in spot too, but he's hurt as well. So yep. I just don't know who they'd put on the bike. Yeah, I don't know either. I just I think they'll, they'll lay it out. They'll, they'll set it out. Maybe Forkner, right? Maybe they put Forkner on it. Yeah, that'd be pretty know. cool. Yeah, I, it's been quiet around Austin. How his recovery's going? I, I heard he was going to aim for the first round of the outdoors, though. So you know. Yeah. So I mean, but he's a he's a top five guy or top three guy in two PD class. So I don't know that they would do that. I'm just saying in general, maybe yeah. they would do that. So 18 points for Eli Tomac going into two to go. So Sexton probably wins this weekend, and it's down to 15 at the final round. Roxon ends up third on the podium. Uh, talk me out of this, Dan. Is or is this? This is just so logical what's going to happen on Saturday. Yeah, I just don't see how Eli doesn't win this, unfortunately. I mean, we've seen what happened with Coop. Of course, anything can happen. So, it's you no, know, don't give Eli the title yet, but right. Eli is smart enough to let Chase go by and just get a second or a third. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I, about that. I, I don't, yeah. The dogs. Dogs. I understand the dog life. Um, Sorry. But no, and then so Sexton's going to go and rip off these wins, and and you know he, he Eli's not going to fight him if he's ahead of him. It's going to be kind of a replay of what we saw, and yeah, that's then calls it call it call it a call it a supercross season. AC's not one hundred percent. Unfortunately, with Barsha and Anderson and all these guys out, there's just not enough guys to get in between them anymore, right? I think uh, with Coop being in, being out and Barsha and Anderson. Eli can just get second or third and just win this thing. Yeah, AP's not 100%. Adam's not 100%. And Roxon's not quite able to push at that limit for 20 minutes. So, yeah, away we go. So, kind of another thing that, that rears its head with social media and fans of the sport, and even fans that haven't been uh, following the sport for that long, is just like 
change the tracks, change the bikes, injuries suck, Injury, you know, the field is thin, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just here to say that, in my opinion, this happens. Uh, some years were healthy, some years were not. Uh, I remember two-stroke factory years, like, because I was working for Birdwell, we were getting into main events because there was, like, four... 250 two-stroke factory riders uh and back then the rigs would even come out they wouldn't even show up at the races um so like i don't know dan to me it's just our sport it's super dangerous and it ebbs and it flows and i don't see a consistent thing with injuries i just don't see a a, a line through yeah. there to tell me what what gets guys injured you know, we've had this talk every year right and i mean there are some years where the the field is very tough at the end most years not but it the sport's tough it's a long grinding year guys get hurt man it's part of it i don't think the track in Nashville was some crazy, you know, hell track that caused all these injuries. Coop fell in a turn. You know what I mean? He fell in a turn and unfortunately got hit in the back of the head. I mean, that could have happened on any track, any practice track. It's just, it has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So J Jason just got cross rutted and jumped onto the, the side of the track. It was on a double. It wasn't like it was some crazy quad or something, but people will, on the internet will look for anything to complain about. Yeah, I just don't uh, – yeah, I mean, it was a treacherous track, though. It was hard. It got ruts, you know. It got soft and hard, and, and guys were, were definitely yeah, telling – but it wasn't the worst track of the year, no, no. in my opinion. No, Or the hardest track of the year or anything like that. I mean, right. we just went a week before racing a monsoon and do jumps, and they were fine. So. so looking ahead a little bit, and you don't have to uh, tell us all the state secrets, but how long has everybody at the 83 compound been doing outdoors? Um, Jet started doing outdoors – when the first break happened just because he's switching to a 450. Mm -hmm. um, Hunter started pretty early too, just to get a base. Um, you know, it's a different, it's a different, uh, let's say like muscles you use, I guess, for your legs for outdoors. So just to get their legs under them. So for a few months now, but I mean, usually the week before the guys come back. So Hunter was on outdoors again this week and he'll swap, you know, he'll swap back next week before salt leg just to, you know, make sure he's sharp for salt lake but uh jet started pretty early um but like guys like benny he hasn't ridden any hardly any outdoors i don't think he has outdoor suspension so it just depends um chance i started right after daytona so he's kind of one of the most prepped guys for outdoors so okay. it just it's kind of kind of depends on the situation of the guys yeah um, okay all right um so yeah, it's interesting to see uh when these guys kind of start looking ahead like i've heard i've heard anderson's been doing moto for a while He's just like, yeah, that's yeah. Just, just what I'm going to do, right? So, Yeah, I, I think that Jason, you know, he switched off on Supercross a while ago. You know what I mean? And he was like, yeah. I, need to, I need to start doing some motos now. So, and like, he wasn't really winning any races anymore. So, Yeah. Um, I know you're a gambling fiend, and I meant to text this to you before the show, but I forgot. So we – and I don't even know. Do you know who's in the LCQ Challenge race tomorrow? I don't even know if you know. I don't know. Are you in front I of a know. computer right now? I am. There's a lineup on Racer X right now. If you see the story there, it's the first story up. Well, anyways, we're gambling. We're 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 picking the top three. There's like six of us, right? And the closest okay. and the closest person gets a twenty dollar Amazon gift cards from everybody else in the group. I know you okay. want in on this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm in. I'm of course good. you are. Yeah, you're Truman. You're in. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I just need your top three, and then we'll add it up, and um, we'll we'll the the person closest you know gets it. Um. So and, oh. and just uh, John Short's out. He got injured, uh, so he's out. And we put Cade in um, for the uh, race. But I'm going to put a rule here and say you can't pick Cade because no one else could pick Cade when we did the picks because we didn't know Cade was in. So 
let's let's not okay, give. Okay, so now the the Steve rules. Okay. No, it's um, just no one else. They were not. No, no one else could pick Cade. So that's uh, not fair because he's gonna. I mean, he's been kind of struggling with this injury coming back, and he's been fading many, a little bit. How many laps? How many laps is this It's race? ten minutes plus a lap. So I need your top three. Um, for example, I went, um, I went Norin, Cartwright, Carnell. Uh, JT went Cartwright, Norin, um, Marquier. Kiefer went Cartwright, Carnell, Lesher. Uh, da- Daniel Blair thinks Simonson's going to win it. Wow. Um, okay. How do we do gate pick? Uh, that's uh, up in the air. The, the, we don't know. We're going to do ping pong balls for gate pick. There's four possible ways to do gate pick, so don't go on gate pick. Okay, so no gate pick. Uh, no, so we don't know how we're doing gate pick. Well, we, do, we don't know. We have four. You know, we have four. All right. Give me Josh Cartwright. Okay. Hunter Yoder. All right. And, man, let's go with. Yo, yeah, so Yoder's on a 250. I'm sure you know that. But, yeah, Yoder's going to be on a 250 at altitude. But he is a great star. I, I, someone online said it was a 280. Okay, that's right. That's, that's Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's go with my third guy. We'll go with um, Marquia. All right, okay. I'm going to go with Kawasaki Sweet. All right, you're in. So it's Chiz, JT, me, you, Blair, Kiefer, Marks, and Cade. We all got entries into this thing, and uh, we'll add this up. Closest guy gets the money. So um, I, knew you'd, I knew you'd be in, Dan. I just knew it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to watch. So uh, what silly season next year? Uh, a couple things I'll ask you about right now. Uh, before we, Our lines are full. We'll get to you people in a second. Um, I'm here in Kitchen to Pro Circuit. Um, is pretty much done, and uh, I'm hearing Max Volan to star. Um, is, can you confirm either of those? Uh, I can confirm that I've heard the same thing. Okay, yeah, you've heard the same thing. So uh, what do you make of Mitch picking up Kitchen or Kitchen leaving the star star guys? Uh, I like it for, for both parties. Uh, I mean, it sounds like Mitch is going to lose Shimoda, which is a bummer. Because um, yes. I think Joe – I think Joe is – coming in into a good part of his career. So <clears throat> I think the best available 250 guy was Levi Kitchen, in my opinion. Okay. So I think Mitch did yeah. good there. Um, as far as Star and Levi, I don't know if there was something there or not, but it seemed like he didn't want to stay uh, from what I, I heard. You know, he had an option from KTM, it sounded like, mm-hmm. maybe even the Husky guys. So uh, I'm happy for all parties. I think I'd love to see Mitch win again. So Why do you think – I would think Star would want to keep Kitchen. I think he just wanted out of the atmosphere a little bit. And I'm just speculating. I Stuff I've talked to him a little bit over the years. And I just think he wanted to – I don't know if he fit in over there. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. I think yeah. that the atmosphere for some of the guys isn't good. And mm-hmm. for some of the guys, it is good. Yes. Yeah. So for, for Levi, I felt like he wanted a change. I had heard that he was interested in maybe going to – uh, KTM at one point, uh, just because of the Alden thing sounded good. Mm-hmm. I think he has either family or girlfriend in, in the Claremont area. So it seemed like it all made sense, but I like the Cowie move. I think it's a good move. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure monster wanted to keep him, you know, yeah. as well. He's one of the only monster guys to, to win a race this year. So, yeah. um, and then as far as max, I think it's awesome for max. Uh, same thing we just said about kitchen. I think the change will be great for max maybe going into that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I think they'll help Max. I think he's very talented on a bike. He's got a few top fives this year. Um, 
He's got speed. He's he, led some outdoors. Does he seem to me, and I like him, and I'm a fan, and I like, I'm a big fan of Talon. I really like Talon business-wise and personality and, you know, his dad and everything. Does he – he almost seems too nice, too proper, too – I don't know – to be a to be a guy like what do you think is he just does he get pushed around a little bit does he not maybe have the toughness quote unquote that you need to yeah, be an I mean, elite I think guy he got thro- he got thrown in really early yep. i think he was it was too soon for him and yeah i think he got a lot of pressure put on him so you know going into his third year which i think was this year or next year he's i think he's going to be expected to be a guy that wins races right and if you look at the guys in the class, you got to assume R.J. Hampshire is a title contender next year. Shimoda, Kitchen, guys like that, and I think Max will be a guy too. So, if if he gets hurt, if Kitchen goes to um, if uh, if Kitchen goes to Pro Circuit and gets hurt, then uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. But <laughs> I don't want to talk about yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, it's not good. Um, no, absolutely not. All right, we got some on, on paper yeah. though. Pro Circuit will have a great team again, right? They'll yeah. have McAdoo, Forkner, Kitchen. Um, Whoever they have, they'll have a great team on paper again. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, we got some phone calls. Let's go to uh, LCQ challenge question from Mike. Mike, what's up, man? What's your LCQ challenge question? Uh, not necessarily a question, okay. but a little bit of a, an idea for you, if you if you don't mind. Sure. What if uh, you sold tickets to people so we could come watch the LCQ challenge, and then you took that money? Obviously, you're going to have to give a little to the venue probably a little to Feld or whatever, but the money that you could give back to the privateers, add it to the purse money for the guys. No, I mean, sure, it's great, right? More money, great defense. But the, the Feld guys aren't going to do that. They have to hire security. You know, they have to do all of that stuff no. to open the stadium. They got they need ticket takers. They need all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's just too much, in my in my opinion. With uh, They're still setting up structures, so there's security issues. I mean, there's, like, insurance issues. Yeah. I mean, it I agree. It would be great, but there's just so much behind-the-scenes stuff that would it just couldn't happen, I don't think. Logistics yeah. logistics get in the way of a good idea on that yep. one. Yep. And then I got one more yeah. quick one. Okay, go Boys, ahead. I'm 12th in industry idiots right now. Okay. Do I just send it this weekend with with as many privateers as I can round up and hope I got, hope to God I nail it, or do I try to go safe and wow. shoot for, like, try to stay in the top ten? I haven't looked at the, pri- the, the, the series 10. prizes. I, don't, I haven't looked at the series prizes. Um... Uh, so I'm not He's sure. talking about idiots, though, for money. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're talking about idiots. idiots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to send it. The payout structure, uh, as you've seen, obviously, if you're in it, I mean, it's ten grand to win. You got to start trying to get up into those top five, six spots, and you got to send it and just hope for the best. I mean, but, I've been in that spot many a times. But, but, but there's the, no point in playing. There's it. going to be like we just did the fantasy pod. We wrapped it up. It's out this morning. There's going to be some. To it. Yeah, there's <laughs> going to be some twelves, thirteens, fourteens in there. And you know Tristan Lane, 13th last week, and and you know like guys like that, yeah. There's, yeah, there's spots. Awesome. So. Well, thank you guys, Dan. Thanks for everything on Industry Idiots. Appreciate it. You guys make that game super fun. So thanks, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Wow, Dan, look at that. Nobody complaining. Just the, you know, just uh, someone else will complain. It's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, One guy emailed this week and asked if he could get in Industry Idiots. He's doing very well. And I said uh, no. Oh, he wanted in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Unbelievable. Uh, Cole, what's going on, man? What's your question? Cole. Hey, Steve. Yeah, what's up? Hey, it's actually Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, Kicker Bob. Not. Yep. Yeah, I just. Oh, uh, well, anyways, tits um, is, hey, yeah, well, fire tits. All right. 
Hey, I uh, was wanting to bring to your attention, but more to everyone listening. I don't know where you're at with in what, what's your numbers in terms of money that's ready to give to owners uh, and such of the LCQ. We're going to be over hundred grand. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. So the winner, that I'm just going. I've got a purse structure. Looks like the winner's going to get around twenty, and it'll go down from there. The reason I the reason I'm asking is, you know. I, you can always use more. You can always get more for these guys. These guys, I, I don't think people really, really realize what they go through. You, you know, all of us idiots out here just listening to you and watching the TV and all that, if we have never done it. And I just was one of the one of the fans that got so lucky. I go after Indy to Waffle House, of all places, just to get something to eat. And I'm standing there, and as I walk in, I see this box van truck with tons of logos all over. I'm like, someone's here. I go in, there's these two guys standing there. I started chatting with them. I said, so who's who's racing? Who who, who do you sponsor or whatever? And the one guy says, ah, it's me. And I said, so you race? Yep, yep. Turned out it was Logan Litzel, number 208, 250 class. Okay. Well, there's a cool story because Logan actually took the place and fill it as a fill-in rider for Phil one year, a couple of years ago. And it, the I think it was the race or two before, he told me he had accidentally hit Phil, knocked him out or something, and Phil just railed him. I mean, you know, yeah. Phil wouldn't do that, would he? Yeah, of course Phil did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm being facetious. Anyways, so the next weekend or two weekends later, Logan gets a call because Phil gets knocked out to the point where he's done for the year. He's okay. hurt. He's injured. And his team where calls we, him and okay. says, where are we going with you want to kicker, fill in? Kicker Bob, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? No, just, Sorry. i got to hold this. So on. anyways, he tells me this whole story, yeah. and he starts going into other things. He's going – he was headed all the way up to Minnesota to drop an engine off here just after Indy. He had mm-hmm. to get his guy that was a mechanic to the flight, then – Head to Minnesota to drop an engine. Okay, off all right. What, where are we going with this, Bob? Then where are we going, Bob? All the way back. I'm talking about all the stuff. These I, I guys know. Do I know. On yep. Their own. I know, and Dan but knows he, too. Dan. Dan worked for these guys, as did I. It's, you know, Carnell had to drive to Ohio to get a motor uh, or a shock. Sorry, a yeah. shock like a few weeks back. Like, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. But some of these guys need to be a bit better prepared. Also, kicker Bob, like it's. Sure. A little bit of, yeah. I'm not harping right. on you. I'm not harping on anyone. I'm trying yeah. to tell the people that listen to your show, guys, guys, these people deserve the extra little kick that we give them for finances in this because, yeah, Steve, I'm, you are stepping up to the plate. I'm stoked to help these guys out. And like I said, I wanted to reward the guys that raced all year and didn't make the mains, and that's how why we kept track of points. And uh, so if you go to all the races and you don't make the mains, you're in this race, you know? So, yeah. uh, hey. no, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Uh, Adam's on four. Adam, you want to talk about Cooper Webb? Yeah, I didn't know if you guys saw his update video on how he said he's going to try to get back for the last couple rounds of outdoors and SMX. Yep. Is he he just talking because KTM needs him to say that? No. Is that really, you think, what his plan is? I thought he was going to do Worlds. Well, uh, I've been hearing rumors of him doing Worlds. Uh, Nothing confirmed. I've been hearing rumors. I talked to... I talked to a team owner in World last night, and uh, he said he heard the same, that, that he was looking around. Um, but he's got an option for outdoors to, to do KTM outdoors if he wanted to. So 
Um, no, I, I think that's probably his plan, but I think there was also some slipping around, Dan. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've heard the World Supercross stuff going around for a while about Kenny and Coop. It sounded like there was some money on the table for for those guys if they wanted to come. And yep. It was a significant number, and it's hard to turn those numbers down at this point in your career, right? Yep. yep. Um, I think that he looked at those options and and – had this injury not happened, maybe things were different. But yeah. I think what Coop said in his interview or his video today was was honest. He wants to go mm-hmm. race some outdoors. He loves racing outdoors. I mean, he was an outdoor 250 champion at one point. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that what he said was honest. Yeah, yeah, cool. uh, yeah. Sounds and then good. If, if you got time, one more short one. Sure. Uh, I think it was Paul said uh, Cherby's was on Cyprus or Cerby's on yeah. Cyprus. Is that like a re- recent acquisition with the trouble they got in for saying they were made in the USA and importing from overseas? No, or I think has that been like that forever? Yeah, I think it's been a few years now they've owned it, Dan, from what okay. I know. Uh, I don't know if you... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think it had anything to do with the, the current uh, situation that everyone's seen recently. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe so. Uh, hey, um, uh, Adam, do you want a set of 100% goggles? I'd love a set of 100% all right. goggles. All right, sounds good. Thanks for calling. Stay on hold, all right? All right, thanks, guys. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Adam. A lot of line, a lot of phones here, Dan. Um, Robbie's on too. What's up, Robbie? Hey, so my thought for today is looking at all the factory guys and looking at kind of the B teams. So you look at Club this year with J. Martin Enzo, and then you look at Tedder with the Hill Brothers, and you figure, you know, the Club MX is really done good against all the factory guys. But you also look at all 15 Austrian factory guys, and the top two Austrian bikes last week were B teams. What's your thoughts on, has there ever been a non-factory team that's represented better than those two? Mm, what do you think, Dan? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, Baggett was really good on the Rocky Mountain team. You know, he was points leader at both Supercross and Motocross at one point. You know what I mean? So... I think we've seen it before. Those guys are on very good equipment, though. Like, I mean, ANSI's, they're doing a great job with their bike. They're getting a little help from Honda. And then same with Yamaha and the club guys. I just think it's the way the season went, you know. Unfortunately, Mitch lost five guys and and things like that. But the teams are doing great. But, yeah, I think we've seen it before. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, – you know, who gets what? I mean, Baggett was racing a factory bike uh, under the Rocky Mountain guys, and then, you know, Enzo's team is getting bikes from Yamaha, but, you know, Twisted's doing everything in Enzo. It's such a such a blurred line nowadays, you know? Um, yeah, I think you don't, you don't see it as often outdoors. I think uh, the factory bikes outdoors are are a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know, reliability, things like that. I don't think we'll see – maybe J-Mart, I guess. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that – you'll see as many of the B-team bikes in the front. All right. David's got a Savachi question. Go ahead, David. Hey, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Uh, So he's kind of dropped off the map. I follow him on when he occasionally does social media stuff, and he hasn't posted basically since he went off the Supercross. He's been on Twitter. Are you you on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. uh, He's been harassing me on Twitter. So, um, Oh, has he? Yeah, yeah, he's quite active on there. I'm I'm not a fan of his harassment. Of me on there. Uh, no, he's healthy. I think he's ready to go. Um, probably starts ramping up practice here at some point. Right, Dan, uh, from what you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, he was harassing me yesterday. Yeah. So he's uh, he's back. I told him if he's that bored, go race. There's two Supercrosses left. But yeah. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> if he's that bored, but he's getting ready for World Supercross. His focus is to try and win that championship there. Uh, he got second last year, and I mean, for somebody like Joey, he can make a lot of money doing that. And uh, I mean, shit, man, he's talented. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sounds he good. is yeah. talented. That's that's what I was thinking. Just, it's just kind of a shame to not see him on tour. I guess. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he, I mean, there's just yeah. no there's no rides, man. There's no rides. I mean, guys like Ferrandis yeah. and Colt Nichols and Joey, they all deserve rides, but there's just no. I agree. Him. Justin I don't, Justin Cooper's doesn't have a ride. I don't see a spot where Ferrandis and Cooper go. I don't know where they go. What happens? No, I I, I think know? they need to stick it out for one more year, and in 25 we'll have a couple new teams, and I think there'll be spots. So yeah, I yeah. Think they need to stick it out. Yeah, Triumphs coming around, Beta, Ducati, right? Um, yeah, all of yeah, that. So right. yeah. yeah. I'd love to see Joey get a, a spot on one of those teams. I think he deserves it. It just ever since he just barely lost that title, it just kind of took the air out of him, didn't yep. it? Well, and he hasn't been able to stay healthy either. In full in full yeah, defense, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yep. But uh, but yeah, he certainly deserves a ride, right? One hundred percent. So um, thanks for the call, man. Yep. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you. All right, uh, Dan Truman here on the uh, Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. Uh, thank you, to the folks at Maxxis Tires, MXSTs, used by McGrath and that A Ray guy. And uh, whoever put those two names together in a sentence, but I just did. And uh, also, um, great mountain bike tires, like truck tires, trailer tires, Maxxis.com. If you haven't thought of them for a while, check them out, please. And also, thanks to the folks at Get and Athena, uh, ECUs, gasket kits, top-end kits, cylinder kits, big bores. Uh, Yoder, big bore, uh, using <laughs> Athena, or no, Dan? <laughs> no, okay. he is not on the big bore. He was tore down, and he was illegal. He's just a starter, and either you're a good starter or not. Uh, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com uh, to do that. And I want to thank the folks at Plum Creek Funding. Uh, if you've got a vacation home like Dan, if you're uh, looking to uh, get a first-time buyer, if you're an investor, uh, contact Plum Creek Funding. they got programs to suit your needs. Available in 12 states. Reach out to Zach today, 720-212-4685. Zach at plumcreekfunding.com. And Zach's giving away two tickets to his Denver uh, Supercross suite. So let's uh, let's do the second caller if we can. There, tits. Second caller right now gets the tickets for the uh, Denver Supercross, courtesy of the folks at Plum Creek Funding. Super, super cool of them to do that. Uh, we have some more phone calls, and then, Dan, I'll let you go. We'll get JT on the line. Uh, we're still giving away a Fly Racing Formula CP helmet, of course, as well. And uh, Justin's on, too. Justin, what's up, man? Hey, I had a suggestion on how you could have a foolproof um, plan for your uh, – LCQ challenge as far as pulling. Um, we, we have it. We, we have it. We have. Um, uh, we have it. Uh, we we're going to do four possible gate pick options, and and Chase Marquet is going to pull a ping pong ball out of a hat. Well, so it was going to combine the ping pong ball, but if you just number the gates one through twenty two, and then as the guys come up, based off of, you know they're whoever's picking the the mm-hmm. ball first, they get a number one. They're on the far right. They get 22. They're on the far left, so on and so forth. Then you don't have anybody trying to yeah. sell their sell their ping pong balls. Well, we're gonna do clothespins, and I'm gonna write the clothespins down, so you do not get uh, you get your you, you get that's your choice. So um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Jake's on three. Last question for Dan Truman. Uh, Jake, what's up, man? What's up, dudes? Um, so with this weekend, everyone going out. Not everyone, but a couple more dudes. Um, Sexton looks like he's going to easily kind of take these next couple wins. I feel like you guys already kind of touched on it during yeah. the show, but yep. what's your like uh blame pie, I guess on 
him kind of getting these wins kind of easily and then all those wins before going away so easily you think it was actually his bike or you think it was um yeah we, we debated this on our review show dan uh I said, hey, we're not talking about Sexton figuring this out. And Weijin JT kind of had the sense of like, hey, man, he's not really pushing as hard as he was because Tomac's not pushing as hard as he was uh, because, yeah. you know, things are on the end. Dan, where do you stand? Like, did he figure it out or is it just a little less intensity and Sexton's keeping it up? Yeah, I think that maybe they made a small change, but the confidence that he has now is – he's going to win, right? Like in Nashville, Eli put up no fight. Uh, yeah. This weekend, I don't think Eli will put up much of a fight. And, uh, yeah, Chase made those mistakes under pressure. You know what I mean? Well, I hold pushing, on. No, I kind of feel like Dan, Dan, hold on. As much as Seattle, it, you know what I mean? Hold on, caller. Dan, Seattle, Sorry. he was by himself, made a mistake, right? He, hasn't always been pressure. Yeah, they were on him, though. He's mentally stronger now, regardless. He's going to come into the outdoors swinging with this confidence. So, okay. Um, so you, I do so feel you, like with how Jet rides, you know what I mean? He only I feel like whenever anyone kind of gets close to him, that's the only time he actually necessarily needs to push. So I feel like now that he knows that no one's going to be pushing on him, now he can easily ride to wins without that like mind pressure, I feel like. Because I don't think in any of those crashes he was necessarily like, being pressured you know what i mean yeah i mean he like was, no one was you know, probably trying to figure out points with with coop all there was all kinds of things but i think he's gotten the bike a little bit better but it's a confidence thing okay and yeah, yeah it's not as deep but i think yeah, oh. the next two races all right jake day. thanks man thanks for the call thank no you worries. all right yeah no it's, it's it's interesting to see how that'll turn out uh 702-586-7857 we've got some lines open we're still giving away a formula cp helmet and we do have our ticket winner for the plum creek funding supercross suite so thank you people for listening dan before i let you go uh, give me your winners <laughs> jet, jet lawrence and chase Sexton. okay all right there we go fantastic Sorry. yeah on the no I'm i got it on the uh, i know <laughs> uh thanks for your time man appreciate it thank you dan Thanks. Steve. All right. That's the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Thank you to the folks at 100%. Pulp30 is the code to save at 100%.com. Uh, great guys down there. And use that code to save on anything from 100%, whether it's the street bike racing stuff, the BMX, downhill mountain biking, of course, Moto, MLB. Uh, 100% has been there, and they've been, a, they've been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern Moto. Pulp30 is the code to save. Uh, thank you to 100% for coming on board. Get Maxis Plum Creek Funding, Vertex Pistons, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. And speaking of Fly Racing, get it at your local dealer. Get it at motorsport.com. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not so much. What's going on? How's things at Fly Racing? You're giving us a CP helmet. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Rush graphic, uh, which was basically a 2022 and carryover for 23 graphic. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the one I, I want to give away today. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, not a problem. Great helmet, um, and I'm sure it's been working uh, really well for you guys sales-wise because it, it's, it's great. It's awesome helmet. Yeah, yeah, and just quickly, the, uh, you know, the upside of that is it, it has Rion. It has a lot of the same fundamental properties that the original formula has, but you're talking about a helmet that costs 250 bucks versus you know, 600 plus for a formula. So that, that's kind of the, the, the upside to it. Um, it. We're just trying to make it a, you know, have an option that's more affordable for people because I, I talk to people every weekend just like you do at Supercross, and, and they're like, man, I, I really think that helmet's awesome, but I just can't swing 600 bucks. So I, I totally get it. Do you just yell at them, what's your head worth? 
<laughs> no. Okay. I mean, the only time I would ever say that to someone, and I have said this to many people, is when I'm standing in a, in a dealership and they come in and say, what's the cheapest helmet you got? Like, to me, that is the wrong approach. Right? <laughs> like, that's just yeah. not how yeah. you want to go into this thing. Like, I understand budgets. I totally yeah. get it. But maybe try to be strategic about it. Maybe find something on sale. Maybe use one of your famous promo codes. Uh, there yeah. are ways to to get a deal without you know going in at just at the cheapest angle. Like you can get a really cheap helmet that's not going to do much. I know it's just like uh, I get it, yeah, because not everybody has the money. But there's certainly a balance there between a cheapest helmet and and your pocketbook and your actual real head. So yeah, and I'll give you a little secret right now. Most everyone, whether on a vendor side, a dealer side, everyone's pretty heavy on inventory. So right now is a great time to go try to buy something. I have not looked at the track map this weekend for Denver. Uh, I'm sure you have. Does it does it give us anything? Uh, last year, hard pack, dusty, didn't look like a lot of fun. Uh, where are we at with the track layout this year? It should be okay, but remember, you know, it's it's probably going to be. It, it did rain a little bit uh, yesterday, I, I think, um, but it, it's still going to be dry, dusty Denver. Um, that's what we're going to deal with. We've got a, it's going to be sunny all day today, tomorrow and Saturday, which is going to be awesome for, for climate, but it's going to make the track really hard to battle. And, and re- if you remember last year, I was down on the floor shadowing Daniel Blair. It was so damn dusty. Um, so I think we're going to see more of that. It's just going to be really tough conditions. The track itself, eh, it's, it's normal cookie cutter. Um, lots of nineties, nothing too crazy. The whoops, I think, will be interesting because there's like a little double before them. So uh-huh. you, I think you'll be able to pick up speed on the landing of that double and then kind of accelerate through them. But, yeah, there's there's nothing over the top or nothing really significant. Um, it's just a kind of standard racetrack. Yeah, okay. All right, so fair enough. Uh, we did have a, uh, a dropping out, John Schwartz, out of the LCQ race, Cade Clayson. We yeah, what's up Cade. with that? I uh, he hurt his wrist, I guess. So okay. uh, Cade was the next guy in because I needed somebody who was going to be there. And uh, it's pretty late already, right? So uh, I went with Cade. So that'll uh, – we'll see. Oh, that. Like how, how excited is Cade? Like just over the moon right now, I bet. Very excited. He, he does have to kick some of the money down to John, um, which he's more than excited to do, uh, more than happy yeah, to do. Anything's so, better than zero. Yes, exactly. Which is right? what he was getting. This is uh, – we're at the point – we're in round 16 in the series. And back in the day, this is just prime JT time. Just prime. Collect the points. Just like Pac-Man um, g- grabbing those uh, – those pellets. Yeah, and and funny, like, mindset is such a powerful thing because I think most everybody, like, remember you trying to get, uh, who was it, Weimer and someone excited about fifth in points? Shorty, Shorty, yeah. Yeah. And and they're just looking at you like you have three heads, right? Yep. But for me, it was true because I knew how many points and how much money and all these things were at stake, right? So it was like, okay, Slap yourself around a little bit. Everybody's tired. We That's fine. But there's never going to be a better opportunity than these races to get your best finishes, make a ton of money, and end the Supercross season on a really good note. On top of that points fund that you had mentioned earlier this week, like there's five, ten, fifteen grand available for these guys, you know, depending on how far you're up the ranks, that maybe they would – you know they were going to get, but there's a there's a big points haul up for up for grabs each weekend right now. Yeah, Harlan's injured, and and Justin Cooper's not racing, and Starling's 21st right now. He's eyeing it up. Moran's and and uh, is looking to pass Savachi, and 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 Benny's hurt. So all this stuff is is yeah, a couple thousand dollars a jump. You know, if not more. So. Yeah, 
Yep. Um, and that's not even counting the, the purse money, right? Like, yeah. I don't know what contingencies are like anymore. I just have kind of faded away from that. I, I should know, but I don't. Um, but, like, for me, when I looked at Honda money and, you know, everybody paid, like, Fly had contingency back then. There was all these brands. Like, it was several thousand dollars difference between getting, like, 10th yeah. and, like, 16th. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. That's, that's a big incentive. No, for sure. Absolutely. So how wh- – what happens – to not have a podium of Sexton, Tomac, Roxon. What 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 has to happen, or what are we looking at? Apocalypse. Eight? Okay, apocalypse. Great. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. A big first turn crash. Like, yep. That's really all that can happen because these guys are simply much better than everybody else, mm-hmm. and the pressure's kind of off. Which you know, so they're just going to be riding kind of loose and doing their thing. I just you know I, that's horrible for for ticket sales, right? Like. Someone at Fell probably wants to stab me with a soldering iron right now. But that's the reality of it. It doesn't mean we can't have a great Saturday and enjoy everything that goes along with Supercross racing. Just that injury to Webb really hurt. It hurt the series a lot. And also, Jet and Hunter's dominance also hurt, too. Yep. We should throw that in there. Um, but, yeah, it was, the series took a big blow last weekend. Maybe Jet just cruises, you know, to wrap this thing up. I think he can, but I still think he can win by cruising. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yep. the scary thing. Like, RJ's been great. Let's, let's give him credit because his speed at times has been really impressive. But Jet, to me, unless there's been some triple crown weirdo race, Jet is always seems like he's on cruise control, and, and he waits people out, and he doesn't ever seem to force the issue, and he still finds ways to win. So I'm, I'm of the mindset I just don't pick against Jet. And it seemed to uh, to work out pretty well over time. Yeah, absolutely. I think before next uh, during next Thursday's Moto Sixty show before Salt Lake, we'll just talk outdoors. We'll just go right into outdoors. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fair all right, enough. we got some, we got some phone calls here on the uh, Fly Race and Moto Sixty show. Uh, John's on three. What's up, John? Hey guys, uh, my question is: um, What is the difference between the parade lap goggle? And the race goggle, I noticed this weekend um, when Chase was switching goggles, very obvious foam difference on top maybe. And then also with that, uh, why do they pull a few tear-offs off the goggles before they put them on for the race? Well, JT, why do you pull off tear-offs when they're brand new, sitting on the line? Um, Usually you have a, a, a bunch of them on there. And sometimes they can get a little scratch from, if, if they're just in a Ziploc bag, like the, the top tear-off can get scratch just a little bit or whatever and a lot of it's just habit too um if you're not in a mud race or you're not you know each tear off isn't like gold you just pull a few off and then you're kind of make sure everything's working properly you know that the tear offs are going to pull off um so yeah there's no scientific reason really to it um i think everybody just takes that top one off and then off we go oakley Um, as far as the uh go ahead ahead, sorry no oakley did a contest uh for sexton for atlanta how many tear-offs did he pull off in the main event? And it was zero. <laughs> zero pulls. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then just on the parade lap goggles, so the race goggles are quite a bit different than what you would buy off the shelf. Um, the foams are different materials. Like they use like a medical-grade foam that just has a lot more absorption than, than typical foam, but it's, it's really expensive, um, and it's really thick too. So I don't think the average person would necessarily want it. Um, it doesn't fit quite as well. And then a lot of times they'll put like uh, you know feminine like maxi pads on top of that for outdoors just for more absorption. So there, there's a lot of tricks of the trade uh, that if it's just for the hot lap, 
they don't have to do all these things. Like they put Vaseline in the bottom of the foam to keep sand from falling down through the top or coming up through the bottom. So both of the foam vents, they'll put Vaseline in, in both of those. So there's just all these little prep things that for the parade lap you don't have to do, right? So it just saves time. Here you go. Here's the stock pair of goggles. And then the race set is like this work of art that, you know, guys like John Knowles and John Cuso and these guys have built. John, for me, when I was a goggle guy for X-Brand, I would take a pair of practice goggles and clean them up, and that would be your parade lap goggles. So I would, I would make the Ziploc bag, uh, you know, I would mark it parade lap on top and then race goggles on the bottom. Um, and I would just take a pair of practice goggles and clean them up, you know, because you're literally just doing a slow lap, right? So, Yeah, right. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, Lucio is on, too. What's up, Lucio? How are you, man? What's your question? Can, can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay. Uh, my first question, well, basically my questions are about outdoors and motocross. Uh, one of them is when's the cutoff for fantasy to sign up for outdoors? And then my second question is with Mumford being on pro circuit and now the news coming out about Levi, who's going to be their outdoor team this outdoors? Uh, fantasy, you can sign up all the way up until the cutoff date or the cutoff time uh, for Fort Paula to sign up and play and uh, pay to play. So, um, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. And outdoors for pro circuit right now, it's looking like Shimoda and um, Jet Reynolds. I don't think Hammaker is going to be ready to go for the start. And then Forkner should be ready. So uh, I think they'll start with three guys. And then um, I think Mumphy's been told, like, hey, we could use you, but not to start, uh, from what I understand. What do you think about Ryder D doing a few as well in the futures? Oh, yeah, Ryder D, will, Ryder D will be doing outdoors too. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Um, oh, all of them. Okay. Yes, all of them except for Hammaker and McAdoo, uh, who won't – Hammaker is going to be out for a little bit, I believe. Uh, and then uh, McAdoo's probably out for the rest of the summer. So, but I've been told that Mumford's long, been Mumford's been told to be, to be ready. As, as long as McAdoo doesn't go to to Fox Raceway, I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah, he can show up at whatever round he wants. But yeah, just don't come to that race. Yeah, no, you probably got a good point. Good God, uh, Lucio, do you want to fly racing helmet? Yeah, let's do it. All right, stay on hold. All right, thanks to thanks to JT and Fly Racing for giving away the Formula thanks, CP. Thanks, JT. Thanks, Steve. You guys right. are awesome. Stay on hold. Yeah. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks to uh, Lucio for that. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on the um, on the uh, Paula thing for McAdoo. Really, really bummer. Needs to stay away from that. I'm excited to see uh, um, Jet Reynolds though. I don't. I'm not excited as in like a race winner guy, but just. Can he stay healthy? What can he do? Is he can be top ten? You know, I mean, some of the amateur races he went to didn't go so well. But this kid, um, I was talking to a Team Green guy not that long ago, and he's like, "Dude, if you had said, you know, five years ago that Jet Reynolds was a was a miss prospect, you would have been laughed at. There was nobody. Yeah, somebody probably would have slapped you. There was nobody in the sport who would have said that kid isn't going to make it. Yep. Yep. So I, I think, I, and, and this is hearsay so take it for what it's worth mm -hmm. but i remember someone telling me that monster signed him like a 10-year contract okay and this would have been 2015 yeah yeah something like that right like just in, like everybody was like i have to have this guy yeah like, no matter what right like yeah. that's that's who this kid was and everybody else romano hymas all these kids were in his shadow i remember going to these amateur races because i was trying to help scout a lot of these kids, you know, and uh, it was it was him and then everyone else. And there was, there was a bunch of other talented kids, Van Eck and all these kids, but no one 
was in the realm of jet rental yeah. on any level. Yep. Compensation, results, right. speed, hype, any of it. So I'm interested to see like what he can do. He's had a bad wrist and he broke an arm and yeah, like I I mean I don't know the the the, the prospects don't look great for him, but I'm interested to see how he can do on the on the pro circuit team and stay healthy and build and and we can see where he goes from there. So um, I would just like to see him race some. Yeah, yeah. That's it, right? Like he has he has been through one from one injury to another. I mean, he made one lap at Minneapolis last year, half mm-hmm. a lap. Yeah, and he was out. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. It's uh, it's nuts. So, uh, thank you to the folks at Decal Works and 100% Get Maxis Plum Creek Funding, and Vertex Pistons as well, providing the highest quality aftermarket replacement and performance kits for the power sports industry. Complete engine rebuild kits, piston kits, gasket kits, and more. Uh, these kits can save time and money by combining all the components needed for the job in one package. And Vertex obviously has uh, their manufactured in Italy, two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, cast and forged. And they also have pistons for ATV, UTV, snowmobiles, personal watercraft, and more. So thanks to those guys for uh, coming on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. We got Jack on three. Let's go right to him. Jack, what's up, man? Uh, hey, I just, yeah, guys, I just had a uh, suggestion for the um, re-raceable squad. Yeah. Um, 98, 98 Brock Sellers at Washougal when he beat Carmichael. Um, I'm a race promoter here in Ohio, and recently I had to go to Brock's house, and he's just like the most insane storyteller. And yeah. yeah. He was like working. He was like working on a Volkswagen. Like he's like upside down under this car. Like, hey man, like yeah, I'll get you your jersey. Hang on, just like he's ridiculous. And his pod that you did last year with him was great. And uh, we need more Brock Sellers. I was going to ask you if you listened to that pod I did with him. It was, it was amazing. He told some incredible stories, getting shot up in the lounge by a veterinarian, um, at, some, <laughs> one, at one race. Um, it just goes on and on, but also don't forget that 98 win, uh, McCormick wins the second moto, the local guy, right? Oh, yep. so, yeah. Right. So yeah. there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Ricky thought he won, I believe. Um, when he came across the line, I thought I think he thought he won because he hadn't seen McCormick um, and didn't see his pit board or something. So, yeah, you know what? That's not a bad one to do. Uh, 98 Washougal, JT, were you there? Uh, I was there, I think. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, this would have been the Excel yeah, Yamaha. I, I, did. I, went, I went with uh, Pro Action, drove my bike, and I flew. Okay. I was there. I think I was, like, running top 10 for a while, actually. The uh, that 250, was 250 class. Your Excel team would have fallen apart at this point, yeah. Well, I was on a, I was on a Cowie uh, 252 stroke. I was 99. With oh, it, so, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, okay. but I was I was big bike class on a Cowie 250. So I think I actually did okay. Yeah, Jack, that's a great race. I'm gonna tell Weege about it because we just got to find time for Sellards. But he's he's a treasure. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thank man. you. Also, WPS rep as well out there hawking he fly is, races. He is, it's, he is so unassuming too. Like you would just never know that this guy was like a race winner. Yeah. When he's walking around, uh, he is truly his own person that is for sure yeah it, 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 the 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 uh stories are great on the pod uh let's get to shad he's been on hold for a while shad what's up man hey buddy uh you still got that haircut going on right yeah simonson we're, cu- we're cutting his hair yeah it's gonna be great yeah so i had an idea you get a return out of it um he or she whoever's cutting the hair um, you know, you can throw some colors in it or whatever, but uh, go ahead and shave his head and then put Pulp MX on each side and in the rear, and then you'd have walking advertisement for you. I don't think I'm talented enough to do that with a set of clippers, you know what I mean? But oh, I, you got to do it. But I could, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting it, yeah. Oh, so. I thought you guys was hiring someone. No, I'm just going to shave it. I'm going to shave the top off, I think. He's, he's stressing. He sent me a, a thing. Have you decided on the haircut? 
And I'm like, nope. Yeah, I thought you guys was hiring someone like Darkside. No, no, we're we're just gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna fuck it up on purpose. Poor Simonson, he well, has to keep it for a week. So you should put your initials in there or something. Get oh. some advertisement. All right, I'll try that. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Fly racing Moto sixty show. How should I cut it, JT? What what should I do to this kid? I think you should do something like um, shave the top off and then. Like a mullet, leave the mullet in the back. Like full bald, and then full mullet. Like no transition, so the the separation is just wildly distinct. Okay, yeah, yeah, like a peacock so he almost. Looks like, he yeah. looks like a psychopath. Right, 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 right. And also, because you know, if we just do the top, he's going to wear a hat all week, right? So this way, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But he can't. He, he won't be able to hide forever. But no, I I just think it'll look. I want it to look as ridiculous as possible. Like, yep. just go all out. Yep, yep. I'm a little worried or about shave the whole thing and just leave one <laughs> long strand, like a ponytail, like a rat tail, yep. that is just incredibly thick and robust coming out the back. <laughs> I like that, too. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I don't, I'm a little worried about cutting it just because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how to cut someone's hair. So I don't think that's going to be a concern. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Poor Simonson. He, you could he, use, you could use like a uh, weed or like a uh, weed scissors. He and went, you'd be fine. He went into it thinking it was just be like, a, like, I'm just going to cut it short. And I'm like, Oh no, we're not just cutting it short. And he was like, what, what? I said, Oh no, <laughs> like we're not just giving you a haircut. Like I was complaining about on the show. I said, we are, you know, we're gonna. We're gonna. But to be fair, he doesn't really have a haircut now. Like it's just yeah. doing whatever it wants. Yeah. Like it is full. He, it, he is not in control of this hair at all at the moment. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, okay, JT. Before we let you go here, uh, I asked Dan. Uh, say, give me your winners for Denver. <laughs> I mean, do you want do you want something interesting or do you want who's gonna win? I don't know, man. Okay, who's gonna win? Sexton's gonna win, and. Uh, Jet is going to win. Okay. But something interesting, I think Levi could win. And uh, I want to give you something interesting in the 450, but there's really nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think any, any of those guys can beat EY or, or Chase right now. Not on these conditions on this track in Denver. So okay. I'll just stick with Texas. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Thanks for uh, – thank you for um, uh, calling in, and thank you for the help tomorrow with the LCQ race. You and Weege Yep. going to be, be uh, calling it. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, guys. See ya. That's Fly Racing, everybody. Moto 60 show for another week. Sexton, Jet, those are the winners. That's what we're calling it. And, I mean, honestly, it's kind of where I'm at on this thing. Yeah. You're you're early. What, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I, I, was, I was surprised. I thought you were going to drag this out. It's okay. Let's let's end this show like we're gonna like we need to end the Supercross <laughs> season. Tomorrow, now, the now. Yamaha LCQ Challenge. Thanks for donating. Thanks for buying a raffle ticket. We're gonna keep it open till Monday. So keep keep getting that money up there. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. See you next week.